What is cracking La Familia? It is your boys coming to you live and direct from Krusty Land. It is Mitchell and Rubana with another episode of the Real Nostalgia Podcast coming to you live and direct from Ruben's new man cave uh, that Ruben just built. Yeah, it's pretty, pretty, uh, it's not even really built yet. It's just, I got to do some more stuff to it. He's uh, trying to build his own uh, comedy podcast empire, like all things comedy and the JR the JR <laughs> experience. He's trying to become his own Brian Redband. Um, I'm gonna retire and go to Texas. <laughs> <laughs> you and everybody else, man. This housing crisis is uh, getting pretty darly all across the country. Uh, probably gonna be like a lifetime apartment renter for the rest of my life. <laughs> I know, man. It's crazy. It's, it's pretty wild. Man. It's pretty crazy. When, like is. the stats that came out specifically this week. That it's like, yeah, you're not going to be able to afford a house in California anymore. Yeah. Well, specifically L.A. County. And I guess in L.A. County, it's gone up by like 20% house prices. And when you're talking 20% of a house that was like 500000 originally, it's like 20% is a lot. I know. It's crazy, man. And it's like, like people are like, I, I know like a few people that are trying to buy houses right now. Yeah. And they're like, they're bidding like $100,000 more. Yeah, than- getting outbid. It's gonna. It's crazy, man. Yeah, it's pretty crazy. Uh, my homie just got a pad. He got lucky. He found a pad, a uh, nice little area, like border, uh, like on the back of the Fairplex. Like oh, okay. A Pomona. Cool. It's Pomona, but it's like on Laverne the border of Laverne. Right? Yeah, border of Laverne. So it's like, yeah. But he told me how much he paid, and I was like, what? He said he put a lot down, but still, like, it's pretty crazy. He thought he was getting another house, and he thought he was out of the race for this house. Mm-hmm. And so they were like already set on the other one, not getting this house, and like they had put a new excuse me, bid for the other house. And they were just like, all right, well, I guess we're going to get a house. And I think they were saying it was either in Rancho or Fontana. Oh, okay. Oh, the better where you got. <laughs> yes, yeah, exactly. And he didn't want to go out there, but he's like, you know, I, I have to do what I have to do if I want a house. Uh-huh. And he where said, does he work? He works with you? Yeah, he works with me. Oh, so, so it's down the street. Dr- yeah. yeah. And uh, yeah, he said he got it. And I was like, what? And so like, that gave me hope. I was like, oh my God, there's yeah. hope. But yeah, I mean, at this point, it's like, hopefully I inherit somebody's house. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was, um, yeah, because I was thinking too, like, is there going to be like a housing bubble, you know, like, yeah. but then like inflation's happening now. Like yeah. I keep getting emails from all these companies like, oh, just to let you know, our prices are going up because yeah. of rising costs. And So frustrating. It's like, uh, why don't you cut the CEO salary, you know, instead of raising the price? Like, I don't know. It's frustrating. A lot I mean, of these corporations. Yeah. But then they make their own money. So would it really matter? I think it's just, they have to just reform taxes, dude. You gotta reform a lot of things, dude. Yeah. It's uh the dollar's not worth anything anymore. It's all about crypto, dude. Yeah, oh my god, it's not about, <laughs> it's crypto, about dude. No, dude. I don't want that bubble to burst. No <laughs> way. Uh my all my homies at work have AMC stock. You know what's funny, dude? So is... they're like fucking talk about it all the time. And I'm like, uh, all right, guys. Yeah. Good that's luck. Like, right now that's huge, dude. Like everybody's yeah. talking it's like about $60 it. It's like sixty dollars a share or some shit right now at this point. Yeah. Like stocks are like a big thing right now. Like people are just <laughs> Jumping in, dude. You don't know what the fuck to do with their money. Just like <laughs> save it, bitch. You ain't got that kind of money to be playing around with. But yeah, uh, it's pretty wild right now. Uh, but yeah, Ruben painted uh, his garage and turned it into a goddamn podcast studio. It's pretty fucking legit, guys. It's uh, pretty rad. It's a little, it's a little warm, and it's gonna yeah, start no. heating. <laughs> we started doing the podcast here right at the, right at the season where, like, next week I think we're hitting a hundred twice. Yeah, so it's gonna Damn, be pretty dude. heavy. We gotta figure out a, a cooling solution. It's gonna be pretty heavy, dude. We gotta put, <laughs> I just like, get a bucket of dry ice and just <laughs> pour water. Say, you gotta like make you. We're gonna we gotta like make some of those like Home Depot uh, air conditioners. Oh those yeah. You put like dry ice in a bucket and then put a fan on the outside. It just like blows air. I saw that where you buy those like Seven Eleven sells like these uh, styrofoam coolers. Yes. Yeah, and you just 
just put like a tube on uh-huh. it and the fan of the other just blows all the cool air. Yeah, I see it all the time. I a couple of guys at work, they they made it. Uh one of my homies specifically made it with the one of those Ryobi fans. Oh, okay. Yeah, he says it works, but it's like, how much does it work in those low yeah, boxes? I like, know. That shit's like metal. I feel I feel like once we get it like cool a little bit, then it'll stay cool. You know what uh, I mean? Like so we're just like like well, I mean it. you just gotta cut we kinda just gotta do this shit at, at night like we usually do. Yeah. You know, when the temperatures drop by like twenty degrees. <laughs> Fuck, it's gonna be gnarly next week. We'll just we'll just have to wear less clothing, you know. Yeah, I, I get it, dude. I speedo life, dude. I'm <laughs> all about life. that speedo gig, dude. The hot, hot was it hot boy summer? <laughs> Fucking bungee smuggler summer. <laughs> the banana hammock. <laughs> <laughs> I kind of want to get into the fucking speedos, like the not the speedos, but like they wear those like shorts, like they're I guess you call them like club speedos or whatever, and they're like tiny ass shorts. Really? Like what dudes used to wear in the in the forties and thirties? They still sell them oh, now. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. They're just not they're not triangles. They're just like uh-huh. straight across, but they're like tiny. They're like yeah, yeah. I'm like hmm, that is constricting. <laughs> I'm not ready to go full speedo yet. That's weird, dude. I wouldn't do it. What? The the speedo even like the the high we're getting old man there's no there's no reason i'm not worried about anything any anymore dude. tidy whiteies now that's it dude i don't even care dude (laughs) you can't wear white you can't wear white when you go swimming hell no that's like the worst thing to wear when you go swimming oh because you can see see everything yeah yeah like as a kid that's like the worst thing you like show up and it's like you got a white shirt you're gonna jump in the pool as like a fat kid so you see your fucking pepperoni nipples through the shirt So just take out the shirt, dude. It's better. You look better without the shirt. He's like, you're trying to hide it, but then it's like, uh, the shirt only like sticks to your body more like a fucking wetsuit. You're just like, oh my god, dude. <laughs> Things I would have changed as a kid. But anyways, uh, on to this week's episode. Uh, Ruben said he didn't watch that much stuff. Yeah, I only saw like two, and one of them is like a seven minute short. That I saw. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> the first time you told me about the short, I googled it, and it's like some like. Uh, it's not the one you. Th- I was like looking at one, and it's oh, okay. not the one you told me. Because when you told me, it's like a Pixar short. It's like animated, right? Yeah, it's Disney. Yeah, Disney. Uh, nah, there's another one. There's a movie called Us. Uh, I think it's called Us again, and it's like a either a Filipino. It's like an Asian movie, oh, okay. and it's like an actual movie romantic comedy. I was like, are you talking about this movie? <laughs> and then I was like, nah, it can't be it. And then I looked again, and it was there was like a Disney one. I was like, oh, that's what he's talking. Did about. you watch it? No, oh. I don't have Disney Plus. Oh, you don't? Nah. Oh. I got a, I got a, I got a jailbroken. You didn't, I, I got you, didn't, you didn't Cody yet? I can hack the system though, so I can look it up. But I just haven't, haven't looked, I haven't looked it up. There's a bunch of shows right now that I'm kind of like I want to get into, like those specifically, like that I have to like look for. Like I want to see the Falcon and the Winter Soldier, and oh, yeah, I know yeah. Loki just came out. Yeah, but I don't know. Wandavision was really good too. Oh yeah, it's another one. It's another one. It's like I want to see, but mm. yeah. And the Mighty Ducks. Right? I haven't seen Mighty Ducks, but it looks pretty cool. It looks good. It looks yeah. good. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, and I mean, they they just released Disney Plus released like um like four or five shorts, and it's pretty much like uh, letting like first time directors like kind of come up. Yeah, and like they look pretty cool. Like I guess it's it's mainly for like diversity because one of it's like a chupacabra story. Sick. One of them is like a vampire. Brazil, right? Isn't chupacabra from Brazil? Oh no, capybara, chupacabra, chupacabra is from Mexico. Yeah, Mexico. Mm-hmm. So and then there's like a like all Asian one. Yeah, that I don't know, but but it looks good. Like they all look. That's pretty. not the, there's not a vampire one, right? Yeah, there is. That's the one with Cristela Alonso. I don't know, but it's like the girl turned in. She's got braces. And yes, like yeah, yeah. Cristela Alonso plays the mom in it. She's been like talking about it that she was in it. Oh, okay. it looks good. It looks funny. Yeah, they're all like 19 minutes or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Look good. All of them look pretty interesting because like, there's a trailer that kind of like shows all of them. Got it. Got yeah. it. Got it. Got it. Yeah, but it's pretty good. I re- I recommend Disney Plus. Okay. Okay. I have to have it because of the, the my daughter. The demon. Yeah. <laughs> 
she's into this show called Bluey right now, which is pretty cool. Bluey? Like, like a Bluey? No, just Bluey. It's like a blue dog. Like Blue's Clues? No. Well, no. But like, it's just like, they, they have like kind of like a British accent. Okay. So they're like, mom and, and daddy. <laughs> and she just watches it? She just watches it, yeah. That's crazy. And now like she's like counting now like like i guess like she watches like the youtube shows uh-huh. and she's like counting along now like one two <laughs> that's crazy dude that's wild that she's basically her whole first year was in quarantine right yeah that's fucking wild i know and this week we're taking her to a restaurant twice yeah is this is this gonna be your first week to a rest first time to a restaurant i haven't been to a restaurant no actually last weekend i went um for steven's birthday oh okay, we, we okay, went okay. to little tokyo yeah and it was like um yeah, it was weird, dude, because, like, it's, like, the first time like I was... Like Korean barbecue? No, it was, like... Or like, sushi Japanese. No, it's kind of, like, tapas, but, okay. but Japanese. So okay, like, okay. Um, uh, what is that called? Uh, uh, it's called something. I know what you call it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so, like, we went to Little Tokyo, and it's, like, the first time I was, Not like, tapanaki, in a big crowd. but... Oh, never mind. Anyways. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. I'll, I'll just offend it's somebody. Like a, it's, like, it's, like, a... Yeah, like a smorgasbord kind of thing. Yeah. Like a tapas, like little plates. Yeah. A bunch like, of little plates. Yeah, know? so you just kind of... Everybody tries them out, you know? Yeah. And uh, so, yeah, it was weird, dude, being like, it, it just... Was it outdoors? Out, no, no, it was inside. Oh, okay. But like, little Tokyo, you know, it's just everybody's walking around with yeah, yeah, like yeah, full yeah. capacity, but like everybody's yeah. got masks, you know? Yeah. But um, the restaurant was kind of small, but we were right by the door, so it was fine. Yeah. But we, when we walked in, everybody was just kind of like, you know, because we're like young dudes and yeah, everybody yeah, was like yeah. older and it's like a very nice like place. <laughs> <laughs> he been there before? No. Yeah, he, he goes there. Oh, okay. okay. But uh, yeah, the, after that, we went to go get like like these steamed buns and then like... Uh-huh. And then we went to, we tried to go to Angel City, but that shit was packed. Oh, yeah. And then we went to our district. It's just as packed. It was good, though. Yeah. It worked out good. Like, the line wasn't as bad, but, like, we got, like, a, a table to ourselves, yeah. and it was, like, like big, it was outdoors, and it was, yeah. like, wide open, so. The cool thing about that area now is, like, there's, like, so many little breweries popping up everywhere in that little area now that it's, like, uh, yeah, you can go to, like, you can go to, like, four or five different breweries. And then all spread out. You don't ever have to feel like because I remember back in the day when we used to go to it was like Angel City, and before Arch District it was just Angel City. That's like yeah. what people went down there for. You know, what I mean, there's no, nothing else. And now there's like a bunch of fucking little. There's Boomtown, Modern Times. Um, there's a bunch of little. There's a bunch breweries. of places closed too, like that bar that was like arcade. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah eighty two. That's closed, and there was like a record store that I used to like to go to right there. That's yeah. closed down too. Yeah. So like all like the smaller stuff is gone, but. Yeah. Yeah, because that was like the first time I was like in a rest, like in a restaurant. I haven't gone. I haven't popped my cherry, but I don't think it's gonna be a while before I go because there's no reason for me to go. You know? What I yeah. Mean? And then this week uh, we're taking Penny to Lazy Lazy Dogs. They have like an outdoor patio. Uh huh. And then my sister's graduation. We're going to Spaghetti Factory. Where's she graduating from? Uh, Citrus. Oh, okay. And then she's College. going to Cal State LA. Got it. Got it. Got it. And then um, then my dad for Father's Day, my dad rented out the theater AMC. When is Father's Day this weekend? Next weekend. Oh, next week. And two, we're gonna watch um, Back to Back to the Future. Oh my god! So we're gonna take her there <laughs> That's because crazy. she cries. You know, it's just us. So yeah, 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 yeah. So it's all of a sudden she's just gonna be fucking slammed with all this like. Extra, oh extra my stuff. god! There's like sensory overload, huh? Yeah. That's crazy. I totally forgot you can rent theaters right now. That's pretty wild. Yeah, I was trying to get uh, tickets this week for the new Bev, but like everything sold out instantly. Really? Yeah, I guess it crashed the servers. That's cool though. That's good. That's cool. Yeah. I want to, I, and then I know Draft House has added like a bunch of showings for different movies. Oh, okay. Any, started, any news on the Arclight? No, nothing that I know of. I, no. heard, I heard something about the guy that owns it. He's like still not looking for anybody to like rent it. 
the guy that owns like the Grove and shit that like yeah. owns all those properties. Still like whatever about finding like a, a somebody to fill in. I heard on the radio that AMC is buying ArcLight, but I don't know how true that was or, or really. Yeah, but I mean, AMC was just in the hole re- recently. It was, huh? but they got bought. They got bought. You know what I mean? They they have equity now, so it's yeah. like yeah. And then I guess with with the the shares going so high, they were able to get more investors. Oh really? So I oh, think they're cool. out of the red. I think I don't know. I don't know how that works. I don't know. How that's wild, right. man. But, but that, yeah. I mean, I just hope somebody buys it. You know, I just want to go again, but keeps it the same. Not like yeah. I mean, the the one I used to go to a lot was uh, as I got older is the ArcLight in Pasadena, just because it was such easy. It's just easier. Me too. I mean? Yeah, it's just a lot easier. But yeah, I mean that sucks. It's crazy because like that spe- that one specifically, like if that one doesn't come back, I feel like they just tear it down and build more apartments because they're building apartments all around right there. Yeah. And so I just feel like they tear it down and build apartments right there around the Paseo. And Those- just like, it's be like the, the Americana where like there's like a mall and then there's people living above the mall. Yeah. Yeah, so. Yeah, no, I know. There was a yard house there, so we would like to go to the yard house. Oh, yeah, that's right. Get that's drinks right. and then like have dinner and then go to the movies. It was yeah. like really convenient. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not I just anymore. liked it because it was a way closer. It was to me, it's way closer for me to drive to than it is Hollywood and uh, Hollywood and there is about the same. Honestly, it's not too far from each other. Yeah, but it's just the traffic in Hollywood as opposed to Pasadena is like night and day. It's I know, totally man. different. Yeah, you know what I mean, like I have no problem driving home from Pasadena on the way home, like the streets. But fucking driving to Hollywood, yeah, it's you get stuck in traffic, it's over. I know, man. Especially that one hundred and one. Oh my god, fucked up, man. Yeah, but uh, yeah. Uh, what did you watch this week? Okay, so I saw, <laughs> <laughs> I saw the the Circuit Survive live stream. How was that? I was gonna buy it, but I didn't yeah, buy it. It wasn't worth it. Really? Yeah. Well, it's worth it because we're fans, but it wasn't great. It was just kind of yeah. like you could tell they've been away from each other for like a long yeah. time. They were just like off key and just like the guitars were off. Like I've heard the song so many times. Yeah, so I could you could pick tell. Up, I could, yeah. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I mean it was it was cool. Like the format that they did, like the yeah. way they set it up was like remember those glass draw shows where like they all face each other? Oh yes, yes, yes. So it was that same like the drummer was like the the tip of the triangle and then everybody just kinda like faced him. Yeah, and <laughs> so they so they like the filming seemed very claustrophobic. Okay. And like it was very like a lot of like close ups. You know, so it was kind of weird. Did you ever see the Under Oath live stream? I did not. Oh, the Under Oath was like that. Like, they had a bunch of GoPros on everything, but then, like, all the cameras, like, were, like, mid shots to, like, wide, like, close-ups, not even wide shots. Oh. They were, like, mid. So it was, like, it was either, like, shoulder up. Yeah. Or it was just one single guy in frame. And then under that, it was, like, just on their face, the singer, like, screaming. And oh, okay. it was, So it was a little, it got a little claustrophobic after a while. Oh. The best, like, the best live stream I saw this whole pandemic has been stained like they did it like in a warehouse yeah and they had like pyrotechnic it was just like a like old abandoned warehouse and like they um it was just sick like they had like these cameras everywhere but then they had drones too yeah so like it was like these super wide shots and then the fire just to show the fire and then they'd go in you know what i mean it was like really cool like set up really well i think the best one i saw and i think that's just by like the time we saw it in circumstance was a touche one Oh, okay. Um, but other than that, I've seen a lot. Like, I've seen this past week specifically, I've seen like at least three live streams. I've seen one for Joyce Rice, but she pre recorded it and she like made a whole, like, you know, like the Mandalorian. They have like those, that digital room. Yeah. Like, she rented out a studio that's like basically like Dude, that. That's cool. So, like, you know, all three walls behind her were all digital and were like doing different shit. Yeah. And she had dancers and it was choreographed and it was like arranged with a live band. So, it's like, that's awesome. It sounds cool. Um, that was a really good stream. I seen that one. The other one that was really good was a Bryson Tiller one. And Bryson Tiller's like this R and B singer, right? Like super famous R and B singer. 
And he's like, he calls himself Pen Griffey. Like he's got a sick ass pen, you know what uh-huh. I mean? Like, and so he filmed some of it at, uh, where's he from? Kentucky, the baseball stadium where he's from. So some of the songs and like he's performing in like actual baseball stadium and they like make it very cinematic. Oh, really? It's just that the stream sucked. Like the actual stream of it. Oh, sucked. they pixelated. Yeah. So it would like buffer or like cut out. And everybody was like, is this my stream or is it that them? Oh, okay. And since they were doing it live and it wasn't pre-recorded, yeah. it kind of sucked. I think the way to go is pre-recorded. Yeah, like the Joyce Rice one was pre-recorded. Yeah. And so there was like no, you know, it's like this. she pre-recorded that probably the week before, you know, mm. to make sure everything was cool. I seen that one. The Action Boys, the podcast I listened to, they did oh, okay. a live stream. Yeah. And they didn't even review a movie. They just like fucked around with each other, like did characters. Oh, I was I was drunk and like I was watching it. It was, I was so, it was so funny. Yeah. yeah, it was so funny. They got me. They, a couple of times they got me, dude. They're like funny guys. Um, and then I saw... Uh, it's like a two-parter. There's one for next week as well. It's like a Q&A. So like they sent out screeners this week and like a little Q&A with the director... Uh, it's like the anniversary of Miguel Arteta's Star Maps. It's like a movie from like the nineties, like the um, Hollywood. What's that? Like the Hollywood sunset. Yeah, oh, yeah. Okay. Like it's about a character, and he sells star maps, and then he falls. He like this girl picks him up, and she's like a rich person, and then like he, she's like uses him, and like it's like weird. It's like a. It was like uh, it was right after uh the early nineties boom of like independent cinema. There was like a lot of like uh like low tier independent cinema by like dudes like Tom DeCilio who made like living in oblivion or like amongst friends or Chuck and Buck written by like Mike White. Like there was like this big like push after like sex lies and videotapes, like all Soderbergh right before Quentin hit like in that area, oh, okay. there was like all these like low budget movies that people made that people kind of got famous. Like Jarmish as well was part of that. Um, and he's one of those guys, his last movie that was kind of famous was that one with uh? I think it's called Beatrice at Dinner with Salma Hayek, and she plays like a like a a Mexican. I don't know if she's like a a housemate or whatever, but she gets invited to dinner and it's got like John Voight and like it was like really good. Apparently, I never saw it, but he's made a couple movies, and uh, they're doing a Q and A for it with him this weekend. But they were like sending out the screeners for everybody to watch it, and then, so I don't know if that's oh, okay. Show, yeah, that's cool. Yeah, and, and then, then uh, the contortionists—they had a live oh, show. They're right. really good too because they're pre-recorded. They're like a very like uh, um, artistic band too, right? Yeah, like, and they're like one of those bands that are like super progressive uh-huh. uh, metal. So like it's like rearranged. It's like in the contortionists—they oh, did okay. like the whole reimagined CD, yeah. which the last album with different arrangements. And so they did some of that while playing. So it's pretty cool. That was pretty cool. Let's go this this week on Wednesday. I go see Anthony Green. At that marketplace in Rancho. Oh, next weekend is my first show. Next weekend oh, yeah? is my first show at the Lodge Room in Highland Park. Ooh, the Lodge Room. Yeah, I don't know how that's gonna go. They said it's only limited capacity, but I don't know if there's chairs. I don't know how what's gonna. But yeah, who are you seeing? Uh, this dude named Mind Sign. He put out what a what a he put out an album last week. I've been waiting for for a long time. I'm a big fan of him, and it did not disappoint. It's a very good album. This week, dude, just being bombarded with like. Ticket sales, yeah, just unreal, it's crazy. Dude. Like, unreal. I know it's crazy. It makes sense because like everybody's been just holding on their tour, like you know, yeah. waiting to announce it. I was just listening to somebody and they were talking about that. Oh, Dave Chang, he was talking oh, about okay. uh, on his podcast, an older one. He had Alan Yang on, the guy like Aziz on Aziz Ansari's like uh, partner. They like uh-huh. made Master of None and like. Uh, they met each other on Parks and Rec. Like he was a writer on Parks and Rec. Oh, okay. But he's done like a lot of shit that you've seen. He made that show forever. I think it's called Forever with Maya Rudolph. 
and Fred Armisen where they like live in Riverside. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, he did something called Something America, Young America or some shit on fucking Amazon as well. He made Tiger Tail on Netflix. Um, he's just one of those guys. He's a young guy that I admire and like I like his work. And he was on there and they were talking about like all these shows are like opening up and like he's like, it's just like unreal. Like there's like so many fucking shows getting announced. I think he was talking about he wanted to go see, he's going to see Kurungbin at the, at the, at the Greek. Never heard of them. And Sylvan Esso. I think that's that other band. It's like a very famous band as well. But uh, yeah, he's just like, it's unreal right it's now. It's crazy, like, man. Yeah. I know. And like all these local bands are announcing shows too. And I'm like, oh my God, I don't have like all these shows add up. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, like, I know. Fuck yeah. I mean, tomorrow we got a, we got a plan after the podcast. Yeah, no, tomorrow, dude. But yeah, it's like, it's pretty fucking unreal. I know. I like, there's so many shows and I couldn't afford it that like I get paid on Friday. So it's like, all right, I got to wait till Friday. Uh-huh. I got to wait till tomorrow or 12 o'clock hopefully. tonight to buy. And the, these tickets are selling, dude. Everybody's trying to get out there. I know. It's, that's that, that's what I get scared. Like, you know, that the new Bev, like I want to go see. And it's like, do I really want to go see that bad? But it's like, I do. Mm-hmm. But they just sell out instantly, dude. Like they're crashing yeah. the servers for these fucking things. It's is like, it full capacity right now? Or no, it? it's not right oh, now. Oh, okay. No, no, it's not. It's, uh, I know that the draft house, they're like the screenings later on that they've announced. It's like more people in the theater. But those first couple screenings, it's like like only like I think like fifteen people per really? fucking showing, yeah. But yeah, because I know they like announced like days. They're doing like a days to confuse with a Zoom Q and A. They announced the Mummy. They announced all these. Um, I think the Fugitive, but all these are like sold out already. That's crazy, man. That's yeah. cool though. That's good. But yeah, pretty unfucking real. What That's, else did you watch? Back oh, to I, what else did you watch? Oh yeah, <laughs> and then the other thing I saw was us again. Oh, that's that short you were talking yeah, about. Yeah. So, so it's, explain to me what this short is about, because I don't even know. Okay, so it's a Disney short, and I, so I didn't know, but like I just saw it up on on Disney Plus. Yeah. And uh, Plus. And so it played in front of Raya and and the Last Dragon. Oh, okay. Like, it's like one of those mini mini. Yeah. So like in the theaters, that's what played before it. But um, it's like only seven or eight minutes, right? So I just saw it, and like I just put it on for me and my daughter, and like we we sat down on the couch, and she she sat there, like she dude, she's. She like froze to that bitch. Yeah, so she's like wild. Like you, you can't contain. She's a feral child. Yeah, she grew up in quarantine, dude. She's fucking nuts. So like we sat down and she just sat there like leaning on me, like watching it, right? And like we just the whole thing we saw it, and like the, it was over. And she was, like, like fascinated by it. Yeah, so it was over, and then I just like like I just felt like the tear go down my cheek. Yeah, and then she turns around. And I'm just like, don't look at me. You know, <laughs> just like turn around. <laughs> <laughs> but it's like it's so good man like okay for for one and like the technology behind it is amazing yeah like the reflect it's like raining the reflections of the lights and everything just looks so good like yeah i know toy story looked like amazing like with the water this one was like another level yeah. it, it looks sick dude and like the compression for like disney plus is like really good like really? The, yeah so it's pretty much about like this it's like an old couple right they're already like in their late stages and um, the guy, he's kind of like a curmudgeon dude, you know. He just wants to sit down and watch TV. And his, his his wife is like, you know, comes in. And then, like, there's these pictures of them young, like, dancing. And, you know, just, like, having fun. Yeah. So, anyway, she comes and she tries to, like, get him to, like, go with her or whatever. And uh-huh. he, just, he just stays home. So, then she goes out. And then, like, it starts to rain. And he goes outside the balcony. And he's just kind of, like, reminiscing kind of. And then the, when the water touches him, he turns young. Like back to like how he was on those yeah. pictures, so then he like he trips him out, and he goes down down to the street, and everybody's just having a good time. Yeah, and then he sees his wife, and then she's young too, 
So then they start like living, like you no know, dancing and like just kind of like having. So fun. It's like, like living in his memories. Yeah. So it was like they were back to that spot, you know, like, and um. So then, like the the clouds started to clear. I don't want to tell you everything, but like it pretty much it's just it really pulls like for me like nostalgia is like huge. Yeah. And sometimes it's like too much, you know, like where it just like, it gets you sad sometimes. Like, oh, that was a good time, whatever. And then, yeah. And it really pulls on those on like it really uses that as uh, as like a tactic to get you, you know. Uh-huh. But it's like really it's done really well. It's, yeah. It's kind of like a musical, like a dance. Uh-huh, you know, uh-huh. it's like a dance piece. Uh-huh. It's really cool. I I, rec- I recommend it though. Like in the heights. <laughs> yeah, it comes out tonight, huh? Or think, tomorrow? Yeah. Yeah, tonight at twelve. I want to see it. Me too. But uh, I don't know if I'll watch it. I'm gonna watch it just because not uh, in the heights. I'm talking about the 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 Pixar thing. Oh, you gotta watch it, dude. You oh, have to, dude. Ugh. But like, buy just get like get like the um the free trial because you have to see it like I don't have to 4K see it, or whatever. I don't have to see it in 4K. You do, it, man. You it's so tell good. me a good story. I need VHS quality. <laughs> if it tells me a good story, I will like it. See, you're gonna connect. You're like the old man in the fucking in the short yeah okay the curmudgeon old fucking <laughs> trick trying to blow on his vcr head the cartridge yeah uh what else did you watch is that it yeah that's all i saw uh all right what did i watch what did i watch but uh, that six minutes was like better than many two-hour movies you said about seen. every movie you watch no <laughs> uh i saw the conjuring the new conjuring movie came out uh it's like csi but with like demons um, I'll talk to you more. I'm assu- I'm assuming you'll you'll watch it. I'm gonna sometime. watch it this weekend. Yeah, yeah, you'll watch it soon or or whatever. Um, I saw Rolling Thunder, mm-hmm. which is like a movie that like Quentin Tarantino stands like always talk about, and it's like I was like very apprehensive to watch because of that fact. So it's older. Yeah, it's from the seventies, but oh, it's like okay. these like they're like you know like the the Quentin Tarantino ites. Like the ones that like love him with all their heart and soul, like talk about this fucking movie all the time. He shows it at his movie all the time, at the New Bev all the time. Um, but it's about this POW who comes back from the Vietnam War, and he was uh, a prisoner of war for like seven years. Comes back, him and Tommy Lee Jones were buddies who got captured over there. Comes back, um, tries to assimilate to normal life. Finds out that his like wife thought he was dead, so like she started cheating on him with the dude. So like they in their marriage. Uh, his son doesn't really know who he is because he left when he was a baby. You know what I mean? So it's like he feels like he has really nothing to live for. But like the town like considers him a hero, so they like give him a car. They give him all these like silver coins. Bad guys find out about this, and so they go to rob him, and they try to rob him, and he's like has no nothing to live for. He's like whatever, man, just kill me. I don't really care. They don't kill him. They stick his hand. They think if we stick his hand down a garbage disposal, it'll like get him to talk. Stick his hand down. Pitches him off. Yeah, he doesn't even care. He's like, is that all you got kind of thing? You know what I mean? Yeah. And then so then they're like, all right, well, if you're not going to do it, we're going to fucking, we're going to pull a straw dog. So we're going to be like, if you can't, if you don't tell us, we're going to kill your family. So they kill his family, um, rob him. And the next, basically half of the movie is him trying to find those people that killed his family. And like, it's like a revenge thriller at that point. So it's like nobody john wick like that like action or yeah it- from the 70s it's pretty fucking gnarly for That's the 70s cool. yeah and so yeah it's about him and there's like there's one specific scene that quinn's talked about uh numerous times on podcasts and cinephiles always talk about this fucking movie and i didn't want to believe the hype but it's pretty fucking the hype is pretty fucking real it's, it's a good movie for a reason um it'd be cool to see this movie in the theater for sure 
Um, but yeah, it's pretty fucking violent too for a movie from the seventies. Like I don't think I've seen a movie like that in a long time. That's like, like, w- like, would you go see it in a theater? Yeah, I would. Let me know if you do. Yeah, that's I definitely want to go see pretty that. gnarly. Like, it's it's a movie where like they're shooting with shotguns and like the dudes are like flying. Oh, like okay, flying yeah. back and like their whole chest is blown out and it's like you know. That's pretty fucking wild for a movie from the seventies. Like, yeah. yeah, it was pretty intense. I saw that. Uh, I also saw Night Moves. I saw that yesterday night. This, uh, this, he's a a poster artist, I guess. Like one of those guys that like makes posters. You know, like there's like a real big, real big poster poster culture within the past like ten years. I want to say, you know, like Mondo, all those guys. Uh, Gary Pullen, Bottleneck Gallery, Gallery 1988, like. They, there's like places that sell it and then there's like mad artists now that like people know like Tom Whalen, Oliver, what's that guy's name? Oliver something. Um, but there's like very specific dudes that like make posters now that like yeah. people want their posters. And he's the one that made that the Oliver whatever is the guy that made the green room poster where the guy's like slashing the arm. Oh, and it's yeah. like the black flag I think. Yeah. yeah man. But uh, yeah so he was talking about this movie called Night Moves that I've heard about never seen. Um it's a Gene Hackman, like, neo-noir from the 70s as well. And it kind of reminds me of Hardcore, which is a... And it's, uh, uh, yeah, it reminds me of Hardcore, which is a Paul Schrader movie from the 70s. And in Hardcore, it's about... Uh, what's that guy's name? The guy that played Patton. He, like, is in search of his daughter who goes into porn in Hollywood. And he comes over here and, like, he gets, like... He goes gnarlier and gnarlier and gnarlier into the city underbelly to, like, L.A. This one is, like, Gene Hackman's a retired football player... He gets hired by this rich lady to go find his daughter, who is played by Melanie Griffith, and she ran away to Hollywood to become a movie star. And then she goes over there, and it like it slowly unfolds into this weird plot of like stuntmen and the movie industry, and it's pretty cool. It's like pretty pretty entertaining. It's pretty good, and the ending's like a really good ending for the movie in the seventies. It's like very ambiguous ending that just kind of it's like a bad ending, like not bad. It's like sad. It's oh, kind of okay, like yeah. fuck, like damn, that's very stark. You know, he just ends and you're like, fuck. But it's Gene Hackman. Gene Hackman, I don't think he's ever made a fucking bad movie. And I, I like guarantee that even fucking Welcome to Mooseport is pretty fucking good, dude. But (laughs) yeah, I don't think the replacements I love. So like, I don't know. He's one of those guys that really doesn't have like a, a bad movie in his catalog to me. And so he's good. He's really fucking good in it. A lot of character actors in it. Young James Wood is in it. Like super young James Wood. Uh, Melanie Griffith's super young. I think she's like 16 or 17 in the movie. But yeah, it's a great fucking movie. Uh, saw that. Uh, what else did I see? I saw uh, Cruella. I did see Cruella oh, did see this it? week. Yeah, did you like it? It's not for me. It's fine, no. but it's not for me. Uh, okay. It's a kids movie. It's not for me. It's, I don't think it's a kids. It's movie. a kids movie. It's no. not for me. It's for fucking adolescents between the age of thirteen and eighteen. It's not for me. That's a. Uh, it's like Joker. G rated. It's like a G rated Joker. That's a young adult movie. It's like a G rated Joker. Yeah, I mean it's a Disney movie, so. <laughs> I mean, I hope you didn't expect. I didn't expect, but I'm just like, you're getting mad. It's like, you're telling me it's for me. It's a Disney movie, bro. Come on. No, I don't think 90% of the movies are for you. <laughs> you got a point there, buddy. You got a point there. But uh, yeah, I don't think it's a bad movie. Uh, there was one, uh, there's one fucking problem I had with it. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if I was seeing things. I got to rewatch the movie, but I don't want to rewatch the movie. But anyways, the movie takes place like in the 70s, right? I don't know. 60s, 70s, yeah. Around that time, right? It's back uh-huh. in the day. But I was watching the movie and I could have swore she gets into like a modern Land Rover. Oh, no way, dude. Yeah, so I don't know. I got to like rewatch it or something. <laughs> I was tripping. It's because you're watching it on Cody and like it looks all fucking <laughs> VHS quality, dude. And I was like, 
wait, what the fuck? Like, and then it was just bugging me the whole movie because I was like, wait, is this old movie or a new movie? I can't tell. And like, because it's got one of those aesthetics where it's like, it kind of like makes you, it's like a make-believe story. Yeah, you know? it's, it's, like, it's an old Storybook. Movie. Yeah. So it's like, yeah, but I don't know. It could be like one of those like modern retro movies, you know what Yeah. I mean? But yeah, it was weird. I don't know. And then I didn't like, my mom really liked the, mom really liked this about it, but the, uh, the needle drops, I just thought it was too much music. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah. It was just way too much music. It's just like an yeah. overflow of music, but yeah, it's just not for me. It's fine. I'd rather watch a Devil Wars Prada. I like that movie more. Really? Cause I yeah. did not, I, I, I just got bored with Devil's Wear Prada. I love a Devil's Wear Prada. One, it's like such a, it's like a, such a quirky movie. Like. Now, did you like all of her like stunts that she did in Cruella? Yeah. Nah, I thought it was trash. I thought it was really? gonna be like, I thought it was gonna be like this hyped up like heist movie, and then it's just kind of like kid, kid heist. And I was like, yeah. it's like the dog is like for like participating in these heists. And I'm yeah, like, dude, it's fucking cute. Oh my god, cute ass little dog, dude. <laughs> it's like, oh my god, dude. <laughs> uh, but yeah, uh, can't wait I, for the sequel, man. I, I know, right? They already green light that one. Uh, I saw that. I saw what else did I see? I saw Heist. Uh, I've been trying to go through David Mamet's catalog. Saw Heist, uh, another Gene Hackman movie. Um, it's also one of those movies that like some people watch, and it's just like it's too many twists. Like, you know, there's like six twists in the movie before you finally get to the end, and you're like, <laughs> okay, I get it. Yes, this this guy double crossed you. Oh wait, this guy was working with you. Okay, this, but it's got a lot of character actors. It's got Danny DeVito, Sam Rockwell, Delroy Lindo. Um, that sounds. Really interesting. I've never seen that one. Oh, what's that guy's name? He's like a magician. Comes out of all Mammoth's movies. He was like a poker player who was also a magician. His he has got a very famous name. He died not too long ago. But uh, he's a character actor. I'm sure if you've seen him, you probably know who he is. But he comes out in it a lot. He comes in out in it as well. A good movie. I mean, it's got like the famous Mammoth speak. Probably some of the best Mammoth lines ever written. There's like a scene where uh, they're going to get busted by the cops. The the, the job's going to get scrapped because they're going to get busted by the cops. And Sam Rockwell is the new guy. He's like the young guy that they, they have to take on. And he's in the car and he's like, fuck, we're going to get busted. How's your man? Like, how cool is your man? Tell your man to be cool. And the guy in the backseat says, hey, man, my man's fucking cool. My man's so cool with it. When he, what did he say? My man's so fucking cool that when sheep sleep, they think of, they dream about him. That's how cool my fucking man is. And so it's like a lot of speak like yeah. that. It's like really cool. Uh uh like recitable lines and that's how all mammoth movies are uh, american buffalo uh house of games um homicide there's he's got he's a fucking very famous guy um and then finally i saw two episodes of the underground railroad on amazon now people had told me not to binge it or i had been hearing uh, from people that like uh, I watched the reviews of, they said not to binge it. Like just watch one and take it in and then we do it. <laughs> yeah. And uh, yeah, it's very true. It's like a very, very, very heavy show. Very heavy show. And it's also one of those shows that it may not necessarily be about the plot. Um, it's just like he's like a very poetic filmmaker. So it's like one of those things that like you can just like analyze every shot because it's like he's doing something within the frame without oh, okay. saying words, you know uh -huh. what I mean? So I like that shit, dude. Yeah, so like yeah, it's like you expect, it's it's not something you want to fucking just take all in at once, you mm -hmm. know what I mean? It's like so I've only got through two episodes, but from what I've seen it's like the first episode was pretty fucking intense and then the second episode it's uh, a little bit better, but it's pretty wild how it ends. But yeah, I mean, I saw that and I feel like I see other movies, but those are the most notable ones yeah. that I saw this week. But yeah, other than that, and then all those live stream this weekend, but I know this weekend there's a couple of movies I want to go see and I'm probably going to go to the theater for sure to go see. Okay. So yeah, I, 
I really want to see this movie, and I I just yeah. found out that it, today that it comes out this week. Yeah. Do you ever see uh, Meet the Blacks? Now you down to go? Meet the watch. Blacks too. Yeah, you want to go see it with Mike Epps and who else is in it? Um, somebody else, but it looked funny the trailer. Yeah, so I didn't. I I, I love the first one. <laughs> I, just, I don't know why. I just love the first okay. one. Okay. But this one has like Snoop Dogg in it, and it's oh, and what's his name? Cat Williams. Cat Williams. He's yeah, like the vampire. He plays, it's expert. like Fright Night mixed with the Burbs. Yeah, so like it's a like black family. Right up my alley, dude. Yeah, basically, it's because it's like Cat Williams plays like, or like Salem's Lot too. Like he's Cat like Williams a, plays like a vampire pimp. He's like a, he's like pimp, a pimp vampire. Pimp, pimp vampire, but like everybody, like Mike Epps is a family next door that's like trying to prove that he's like an evil guy, but he's not. He's like a yeah. And this Lothario is right, right after and, they survived the purge. You know, yes. Yeah, like. So yeah, I, I did see that coming out. Uh, you can't watch it on VOD. No, it's only in the, it's only in theater. It's just so weird, dude. Huh? That's like a. Total... I kind of want to go see it, but it's like a waste. It's a waste of of time. But at the same time, it's like I do have to use my AMC stubs. You know what I mean? I have to use it. I have to go see three movies. Three so movies. Is it back? Yeah. The, pro- the program's back. Yeah, yeah, it's back. It started at the end of this did last have, month or this. So month? does it reactivate on its own, or do you have to activate it? You yourself? have to reactivate it. Prices oh, okay. went up. Oh, it did? Like, was 40 bucks now or what? No, I think it's only like, I think what we were paying, I think 30? what were you paying last year? I, I think, think we were paying 30, right? I think I started paying at 19, then it jumped up like two bucks, 21, and I think now you're paying either $30 or $25. But Okay. Yeah. I, gotta, yeah. I mean, yeah. But there's a couple of movies I want to go see this week that I will be going to see. Um, yeah, but other than that. What, what, what comes out this week? Uh, this documentary that I've been wanting to go see, All Light Everywhere. Um, it's about like body cams. Oh, okay. And like face recognition and all yeah. that shit and how crazy like the world is going to be essentially with that. But it's a documentary that I've been here about. I heard about it last year. I had a chance to see it for fucking Sundance. This is one of those movies I, like, that I had the chance to see with uh, We're All Going to the World's Fair and The Sound oh, of Metal. Yeah, yeah. And I didn't know at the time, but it's a memory movie. And memory movies are like some of the trippiest fucking movies that I've ever seen. They take like huge swings. It's like this little small production company from L.A. And they made a movie I told you about a couple years ago where the guy found this family's YouTube page. And he found like 50 hours of like this family just uploading random fucking movies to the YouTube. And he took the whole, he took all this footage and he formed it into like a 45 movie, 45 minute movie about this family committing arson, uh, arson fraud and like oh, losing their house. Okay, and yeah, like, yeah. But it's pretty crazy. Cause he did all that like with, you know, and there's a, uh, what's her name? Zia, is it Zia Anger? She's like a experimental filmmaker who makes a lot of music videos. She did my first movie, which was like a art installation piece that I went to at the downtown independent. And it's like, it was this weird thing where she talks about her first movie that never got made. She made it, but it never got released. And it was like this crazy interactive thing that like, I've never been to an experience like that. And so like, I'm a huge fan of memory movies. Uh They've only made so many movies and like, yeah, they're fucking weird. Uh, I think one of the guys... That made a movie for them is uh what's her name? The girl from she was on she dated Chris Evans and she was on SNL, I think. Right? I don't know, I don't know. She's on Park and Rex, she plays John Ralphio's sister. Oh, okay. I don't know her name, but I know I know who you're talking about. Yeah. Uh she, her husband, who they made that turtle short with, Gen- remember the- Jenny No, 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 no. Jenny Slate. Jenny Slate, okay. Jenny yeah. Slate, uh, her husband, her ex-husband, who where they made that turtle. Remember, she she voiced the turtle. It was like a claymation oh, yeah, turtle. Yeah, yeah. That's her husband, and he's a filmmaker. He made one of the movies for them. I forgot what movie, but 
anyways, this movie I've been hearing like rave things. Like people have been talking about it. Um, and it's coming out. They just announced this past week that they're expanding it and they're going to be playing in Pasadena. What's it called again? All, all This Light Everywhere or All Light Everywhere. Okay. That sounds um, cool. But it comes out this week and that's one that I definitely want to see. And then obviously In the Heights comes out. Yeah. And something else comes out, but I think it's on VOD. Oh, Holler. This movie called Holler. But that's on VOD. What's that about? It's just about a young girl who lives in this small fucking town and she's trying to get out of the town, but she falls in love with the wrong guy. And it's just like, uh, it seems like they're the guy, they, they, they're, there's these guys, they're guys that like steal copper. Oh, okay. And so it's so kinda, a lot of those dudes die, dude. And so a lot of those people go to prison and shit like that, you know, because uh-huh. like they, they're like breaking the law. They like, and so they're in the trailer, it seems like they have a plot to like go steal the copper from a school. And then it's it's just like a but it's like a real small movie about like her trying to like get out of the town that she's in. She like she may have some she may be smart and so she may have like a way oh, to get out. Yeah, yeah. And it's like she falls in love with this guy and it's kind of, you think it's good at first and then it's kind of like falls and it, it looks good. It looks just like a it's called Holler, but yeah, yeah. And then all those movies from the Tribeca Film Festival start coming out this weekend. Oh okay, yeah. So I think like uh, the Anthony Bourdain movie comes out. Wait, is that on VOD? That's just for this month? Yeah, it starts this weekend. Dude, that's cool. So is it through them? And yeah. then it comes VOD after, right? Like officially? Yes. Yeah, but you can buy tickets right now. They still have shows. Oh, they still do? So you can buy, I think Werewolves Within is either this week or next week. Oh, okay. Uh, but you can buy tickets and they're $15. And the Anthony Bourdain's on there? Yes, the Anthony, Dude, the Roadrunner. Cool. Yeah. I want to buy that yeah. one. Yeah. But yeah, um, there's a couple of movies on there that I want to see. But yeah. Um, yeah as, cool. So then this week, Rob Zombie confirmed dude the, mon- the monsters i see yeah that, that's the, so sick man that's awesome yeah that's what he's been working for he says for, for like 20 ever. years yeah but dude like if it, like i love the monsters right and and like I, if anybody that i could pick to do it would be him just because he he's passionate about it yeah so i i think it's going to be good no matter what just because he's going to put like a lot into it yeah but um yeah i'm dude and it's like a big budget like it's universal like that's sick man that's crazy i wonder if it's gonna be like the adam family I know. Like, I wonder. Like, he, I think he casted some of the, some people already that like, from his old, older movies. Like, oh. I know his wife is like the the. I don't know who his wife plays, but she's oh, in it. Oh boy, Sherry Moon Zombie. Yeah, and um, I forget the guy's name, but he was in um, he was in a few of his movies. I think Thirty One. He was in. He had to do with the mustache. He's really really good. Um, yeah, so I, can't, I wonder if it's gonna be like horror. I want it to be like Adam's Family. Dude. I think it's like, gonna be slapstick. like I think it's gonna be slapstick. That's funny. It can't be horror. Those are like mad underrated, those Adam it, Family movies. It's a from big the 90s. budget, so it can't be rated R. Yeah. So I think it'll be, I think it'll be pretty good. All right. And then we, do, have you seen the trailer for Fear Street? No, but I keep hearing about it. That's the fucking uh, Netflix thing, right? Yeah. So, so they have, um, so Fear Street was with R.L. Stein, right? Yeah. Like, yeah. And it was kind of See, like R.L. Stein or Stephen King, one of those it was guys. R.L. Stein. Okay. And he pretty, it was just kind of like, like for young adults, yeah. but like more adult. So, so it was like you have Goosebumps were for like younger kids, and then Fear Street was you know for a little bit older. Yeah, and so it's three movies in three weeks. It's all the same story, and each movie is in a different time period. So the first movie is in um, 1994, and then it goes to 78, and then it's 1666. And I and supposedly it tells the same like one story. Yeah. And I guess it's like the Salem Witch Trials and then like a slasher for the 70s. Like, 
kind of like Jason and all that stuff. And yeah. then like the 90s is going to be like Scream, I guess. Like okay. kind of like a teen drama, you know? Yeah. Uh, dude, it looks really, really good. Really? Like I was like, I, I was looking forward to it. And like yeah. I saw the trailer, or the, the teaser like not too long ago. Yeah. But the, the actual full trailer is like, yeah. dude, so good. That's crazy. I know that they also have that show on Amazon they're pushing right now, Panic. It's like okay, a young, so young adult thing too. I don't know if it's good. The person who, so the girl that directs all three of these movies, yeah, also made Panic. Oh, that's funny. <laughs> yeah, and that's all she's done. Like she that's did, wild. like she probably did like one other TV show, but just like one episode. Yeah. So she's done Panic and then this. That's wild. But it looks like quality, dude. It looks like I was surprised. I thought, like, really, yeah, like because First Street, I didn't. Think... I know they're like hyping it up, yeah, because it's like a, a a more adult Goosebumps. Yeah. Yeah. And it looks good, man. It looks like kind of gory too. It, it looks like it's gonna be like. Like really good, yeah. So I'm excited, but yeah. Then uh, they, this they open up, um, or this summer they're gonna open up the Blair Witch: The Escape. So I don't know if you remember, but they did like a they did like a saw escape room in like Las Vegas. Okay, and it was like a really high production, like badass one. You yeah, know? and so now they converted it to a Blair Witch project. Didn't we go to one? We went to Eli Roth. He did it. He oh. he opened one up. <laughs> That's right, and yeah, in Vegas, that yeah. was cool too. I like that one. It was like you went into this crazy old elevator and like, <laughs> oh shit, dude! I was so drunk that I remember one. Of the, there's like a guy following us, and I thought I was like a docent, like to make sure you get through the maze. Yeah, Fun, come to find out, I was just like a character in the <laughs> maze, like, like following us, and I was like, oh, okay. we we're all drunk, dude. I remember yeah, I like drunk. we we went with somebody else, and she was drunk, and like she she asked like one of the other guys out or something, or like <laughs> I was like one of the characters. I was like, dude. But I, we were all trash. Oh my god! That was dude. fun though, dude. Because oh, like, I remember like you were in the elevator, and like a dude jumps on top of the elevator, and he's like <laughs> reaching in, like you know, trying to touch you, whatever. But it was like really cool. So so expect that production value, yeah. but like Blair Witch, and they're yeah. just throwing you in there, and I guess you're like crawling through tunnels. And where's like, this at? Las Vegas, uh, on the strip somewhere. But like that, like <sighs> Blair Witch, dude, scared the shit out of me. You know, it That's is like, for sure. So I can't like being like locked in that and like trying to escape would be fucking scary, man. I wonder if Horror Nights is coming back this year. They haven't said anything yeah, right now. Usually, summer is when they start announcing all the mazes. Yeah, right. Because it doesn't start in September. Yeah, no, August. August. No, 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 September. Yeah, right. Yeah, September. September to October. And yeah, the first week of November. I hope they do, man. Yeah, that'd be crazy. Because even if it's, I mean, like, it would sell out like instantly. Yeah, even if it's just people like, want to go like, so bad. Like half, half the event, but just like you pay like not as much, you know, because it's, it's expensive, dude. Yeah. So if, if they lower the price and it's like half the amount of mazes, that would be cool. Yeah, just to go do it, you know, like yeah, but yeah, and um, that'd be sick, dude. Blair Witch, like being trapped in there, I'd start like panicking, man. I don't know if I could do that shit. That's like if like I think I'd be very cool, like in the escape room scenario. <laughs> But if it's Blair Witch, I'll be yelling at people, dude. Like, find the fucking key. You gotta get out of here. I don't here. do any of that. Sh- I don't do any of that. What are you shit. doing? Nah, it's trash. Why? Like, what? Like, what? what I do don't it? know. Like, it doesn't. In like, I don't know. I, because I feel like the, at the point of those, it's like they're trying to scare you. They're trying to like break you. And like when you go to Universal Horrors, it's like they know they can't scare you. So for the most part, they're trying to make it like a cinematic experience. Yeah. They're trying to make you feel like you're in the movie. It's not so much that you're trying to scare you. It's just they want to recreate well, a like lot scenes of, a from lot the of movie. Escape rooms are, are are different. Like not scary, you know. They're yeah. like 
Yeah. Like, oh, you're like in the, the best escape, escape room I've ever been to or like experience like that was the Purge one that was in downtown. That's right. Yeah. yeah. That I was one of the best fucking ones you went I with, ever like, been your to. sister or yeah, something. Yeah. Right? We went like a whole group. I went with my sister, uh, her husband, and like uh, a bunch of her friends. So it was like probably eight of us rolling deep. And like that shit was sick. Like they start you off in the auditorium and they give you like a speech. Like it's the start of the purge. And then all of a sudden people come in and they start shooting up the place. So they run you out of there. And then they start like running you through the whole thing. But it was pretty cool. Like, yeah, that was really cool. That was so imagine that, but Blair Witch. Yeah. The building they did it at was like perfect. That's why they found a building downtown that was like one of those abandoned buildings that like was like an old, it seemed like an old school or like a church. And so like you go underneath it and it's just like all these tunnels and shit. It was pretty fucking sick. Well, that sounds awesome, man. Yeah. Was was it scary though? Like, are you? Yeah, I mean, cause it's not those, that one's not necessarily scary. It's just kind of like they're, you're in the movie. Oh, so okay. like they split up your group and then you got have to like solve a couple puzzles to get out. Um, but yeah, they like want you to play along. And if you're playing along, it's cool. Like they took me as one of the hostages and then they threw me in a fucking shower Really? Yeah. And then they, they do that so they separate you from your group. And then you're like, oh, fuck. And then, like, it was me and another chick. And we had to, like, basically get Ooh. back with the group. Yeah, it was pretty crazy. And so we ended up doing all these things. And then by the time we got to one thing, the guy's like, I'm going to fucking kill you. And then this other guy comes in and he's like a cop. And he's like, get on the fucking, get it. Get, go to that door, go to that door. Then you go to the door, me and the girl, and then he tells you to hold on to the things. And then that is a trap door. And we spun around, and then we were right there in front of like the group that we were with. Oh, we were sick. like, what the fuck? <laughs> and then I but just. Like, re- that's a total Scooby Doo moment. <laughs> and then I just remember at the end, they turned like. It was like this one empty building. The last part is like you're going through like. At first, it looks like you're like on the outside of like uh, just somewhere like a like a outside of like a like a winery or like oh, okay. a, a, a country club. And so there's like a f- big fountains everywhere, like all these bushes. And then all of a sudden, like spotlights start coming. And it's like you hear the helicopters like and then all these dudes started like repelling from the ceiling. Yeah. And then they're like, go, go. And you just got to like run with your group to the other side. Yeah, it's pretty cool. That's cool, man. It's pretty sick, dude. <laughs> it was pretty intense. It's pretty badass. And that was before I I just remember that's before all that craze got really like gnarly. All those kind of like escape. Yeah. Like, before like that the manners in like San Diego. Those, those are extremes. fucked up, dude. I want to do those. Yeah, before all that shit. All the extreme stuff. Dude, the best one that I've been to was was Rob Zombie did one at the Fairplex. Yeah. And uh he did three mazes. He did like he did this animated I think I forget it was like a, a luchador wrestler, right? And he did that, and then it was House of a Thousand Corpse, and then he did this, this original one, which was like a blackout maze, and um, so he pretty much paid for three three mazes, and then it was like scare zones, and then like then after everything, there was a Rob Zombie concert. What the hell? Yeah, it was fucking sick, man. One of the best mazes that we ever been to at Universal Halloween is uh, the the House of a Thousand Corpses, yeah. the 3D one. That was a good one. Yeah, that was good. So, so yeah, one of the House of a Thousand Corpse here was 3D as well. So the way he did it, though, was like, okay, you're going to wait in line for the mazes, and you're doing all three at once. Oh. And then you do, and then there's like scare zones, and there's like other like a little activities you could do around. Yeah. And then there was, the whole night, there was bands playing, like Power Man 5000 was playing. <laughs> of course. And like all these other bands. That's his little brother, right? Yeah, it's his little brother. <laughs> <laughs> and so then, so you start off, right, and you do like, like. The, Static X? No, they didn't play <laughs> I think he was, he just died at that point. <laughs> um, so you start off and you're like your house on the corpse, and then you go into the cartoon one, yeah. and it's like so like well, like pretty cool, like it just was really immersive. Yeah. And then the last one is at the blackout, and they put a fucking hood over your head, what like a hell? sack, right? Yeah. 
and then they push you into the maze yeah. and you're literally feeling your way through the whole maze and they'll like hit your leg and then like <laughs> and then like dude the, like they just have like like levers you walk on and then it, it, it like your weight transfers it and you feel like you're falling whoa and it's like so trippy dude and yeah. then like they'll whisper in your ear like, it was a crazy maze yeah <laughs> so then after that you get fucked up and you go watch the show the yeah. concert it was bad dude that's crazy yeah he did it like twice it was called like the great american horror show or and something sold out huh yeah. yeah and then and then he moved it to to like he, he he toured it so like every year he went to a different state yeah but he hasn't come back yet but it was, that's sick <sighs> yeah man i mean I thought I thought the mandate was gonna lift the fifteenth, but you're telling me that it's not gonna lift. He, well, the the governor he just said like yeah, like it's he's like because he he before he was saying like we're gonna open up right, like we're just fucking open ready yeah. to go, you know. And now he's like, oh no, what I meant was like the capacities are gonna extend. Got it. And it's just a, you know, so like everybody was expecting the big old thing, and he's like, yeah, the virus isn't. He's he's like, it's not gone. It's still here. So we're just gonna like increase the capacity. Got it. So it's just like a, you know, yeah. I don't know, because I know, I know that they're saying Staples Center, and uh, Staples Center and the Dodger Stadium, I th- think could be in capacity, full capacity in like two weeks, oh, yeah? I think, or July, some shit like that. But I know that's like right around the corner. Yeah. And that's like wild because I was telling Ralph, let's go to a Dodger game. But I'm kind of scared that like everybody has the same idea as us uh-huh. that like, you know, Dodger Stadium's outdoors, you know, like people think you could be spread out. But I just think it's like those games, like that first first month, all those games are going to be sold out. Mm-hmm. So like everybody has the same idea as us. So it's like if we're going to that place, it's like that's like one of the worst places you could go because everybody's there. You know what I mean? Yeah. No mask and shit. So it's just like, oh, fuck. That does sound fun, though, man. Yeah, I know. Exactly. It does sound I heard fun. they changed the Dodger dogs this year. They did. They went. Uh, I forgot. Like a different company them. now, right? Yeah, but it's a different company. People say you could taste the difference. Really? Obviously, you yeah. Know, Farmer John, but yeah, that kind of sucks. That's crazy. Hey, were you were you ever a fan of of uh, Masters of the Universe? Masters of the Universe, the cartoon? Yeah, it's like He Man and yeah, and no, no, me, that's, me that's before. That's way before us. Yeah, so me either. But like Kevin, that's eighties, eighties. Yeah. So Kevin Smith is like he's like the showrunner, the showrunner for the Netflix show. And they released a trailer today, and dude, that looks sick. Is it like animation? Animation, oh, okay. but like it looks like really good. And like I, I don't know anything about it. Like I just, I try I, to watch that Modoc show. Oh uh, yeah, the, it was like a like a Marvel. Yeah, it's Marvel. It's so. The, what, what is that? Like, what's the what's the origin of that? He's a bad guy from the Marvel universe. But, but so like got that, a big head. He's his head so big because his brain's so big that he has to support himself with like a, a levitating uh, bodysuit. That's Pat Oswald, right? Yes, but it's like claymation. It's the same guys that made like Robot Chicken. Oh, really? Yeah. Seth so Green. Yeah, so it's like claymation guys. The oh, whole shows okay. like claymation. But like, I don't really like those shows. Those shows aren't that really funny to me. I oh, really, okay. I don't know. And so I tried watching two episodes, and it was just like, ah, it's okay. It has it's it has like jokes in it that I that are okay, but it's like it's one of the shows that I definitely will like I'll put on in the background just to like have something on. Are they a half hour long? Yes. Oh, okay. 20 minutes. Or the Robot like Chicken worked out really good because they were like 10 minutes, right? Yeah, or 15 yeah, minutes yeah. or something? Yeah, I don't know. It was like, all right. It was all right. It wasn't very... Yeah, I always see it. I always see it everywhere. Like all yeah, the websites Yeah, they were pushing it through Hulu right now. Um. Yeah. yeah. But I don't know. It just it just never interests me to click on it. Yeah. That's how I feel right now. But um, yeah, I mean, uh, I think that's all we saw this week. I don't know if you want to talk about anything else. I don't think we have anything else to talk about. Uh, I think that's where we can end the pod, right? Yeah. Um, all right. So as usual, guys, let us know if you're digging the Pizzodcast. 
Um, yeah, uh, we enjoy doing this. Um, it's going to get a little hot, so we're going to be sweating on the microphone pretty soon here. You're going to be wearing those cutoff shorts. Hell yeah, my boy. Five inches or less, boys. Five inches or less. I need to see those dingleberries out the shorts, my boys. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I hope you guys enjoy the show. And as always, we will see you when we see you uh, at another time. <laughs> All right. All right, later. later.